Welcome to the Sign Geeks for All podcast with Dark Neil. Hey, 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 kids, what's up? This is your boy, Dark Neil. Welcome to episode six of season three of the Fan Geeks for All podcast with Dark Neil. It is Wednesday, September 6th. Hope you guys are enjoying your midweek as it is. Um, Wednesday is kind of a weird day, just like Monday was, but you know, you try to make the best of it as much as you can. I know most of you are at work or either school or whatever you guys do, you know, but whatever the time is, try to make the best of it. Um, it's a, it's a weird day for me. I was tired. I was like, I literally, it's like one of those don't want to get out of bed days or whatever. I literally was just so tired. And then, you know, I, you know, where I admit, you know, I'm no robot. I'm human. We all go through human stuff like most of us do, you know, and I, I get stressed out over, you know, things that are beyond my control, which I shouldn't, you know, as human beings, we, we really shouldn't stress ourselves out over basic life things that everybody goes through, but we should, I mean, we stress, we do it naturally because we're human beings, but we we really need to learn not to stress out about the things that are beyond our control. So I'm not gonna get too grim in it because I you know it's not that type of show. But I'm just saying I was I just was in a stress sleep, and I don't know why I was stressing because it's it's just stuff that I really can't control. Basic life stuff. Don't worry, nothing life threatening. I'm cool. But it's just one of those things. That's why I kind of just made it a lazy stay in bed day. <laughs> but we all go through them. So just to let you know, your boy Dark Neo is human just like you guys. You know, we all go through it. But um, anyway, aside from all that, I do thank you for joining the program and listening in. Um, I wanted to mention right off the bat, right off the jump of this show, that... Um, I did something yesterday, it launched yesterday that I hadn't done before, but now it's official. For any of you fan geeks that are on Facebook, you can now go on Facebook and become a member of the of the Facebook Fan Geeks for All podcast fan page. Yes, it is official. You can go on Facebook now or after the show <laughs> and go on your facebook and just you can do a search and just type in fan geeks for all podcasts fan page or just type in fan geeks for all podcasts sometimes if you just type in fan geeks for all i'm the only one that has the license to have that name anyway so the same way it's spelled in the show fan geeks the number four a l l all mushed together um and you will find this page i i made an official um you know fan page for you guys um and what i will do on that one is i will post up any kind of updates you know that i have you know basic stuff like um whenever the show gets recognition you know i just just recently um few days back just made imdb's um well i've always been on imdb's top news podcast series list i debuted with them at number 37 and then i and then i went no, actually, I'm sorry. I debuted on their list at number 38. Then I got bumped up to number 37. Then I dropped down a few notches, like at number 40 or 44. But recently, as in a few days ago, they pushed me up to number 10. So I have the number 10 podcast on IMDb's t- 
top 50 news podcast series. I'm at number 10. So that is quite an honor. And I, you know, so stuff, news like that, I will post now on my um, Fan Geeks for All podcast fan page on Facebook, exclusively on Facebook. So you can join in. It's, of course, free to join. So just go ahead and find that and like it and all this stuff and become a member and you can comment on stuff. I, I will respond right back to you directly. So this is like a good way for you and I to connect. You know, um, where basically I'll post up and I'll post anything, just anything that's regarding the show that I want you guys to know about. Any updates, like I said, like that, if I chart on something or like usually, especially on my TikTok, on my TikTok account, I'm always posting stuff promoting the show because I'm trying to drive up my listenership. So I will I will post stuff like that, share videos from there as well on there so you guys are willing to know and like i said if you guys join in you want to comment i'll be more than happy to answer you and you know like i said i answer fans directly it's my way of answering fan mail so definitely check that out like i said it's on facebook it's called the fan geeks for all podcast fan page it is now live and it's available for you to go on there like click and all that stuff and whatever comment um and all that good stuff, and we'll stay in touch that way, okay? So I just wanted to let you guys know about that right off at the top of the show. All right, so we're going to dive into the show, but of course, as always, if you're new to my show, um, you can always listen to follow this podcast on whatever platform you're listening to it right now via Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, however you're listening to it. You can go ahead and click that follow button so you can keep abreast and know when I do my new shows. Because as my fan geeks know, I do this show every two days. So um, that way, you just make sure you follow the link. And that's very important. I'm, I'm, I can't stress this enough that I really need you the help of all you guys. Everyone listening right now, within the sound of my voice... I just need you to click that follow button on whatever platform you're listening to. I don't care if it's iHeartRadio, Pandora, or whatever, Spotify, anything you're listening to. Just make sure you click that follow button so that way you'll know when new episodes drop. And I can see the numbers because there's a reason, there's a whole method to my madness. There's a reason why I am begging <laughs> everyone to follow me. And I'm going to let you know, right? Because I, I have no reason to hide anything from you guys. You guys are the driving force of the show. So I'm going to be on, honest and upfront and real with you. The reason why I need much listeners as I can, as I said, I've already been, I'm already on imdb's top 50 list now ranking at number 10 so thank you and shout out to imdb and i'm on other lists as well i think like right now for feedspot.com i think i'm at number eight right now of their top 60 podcasts i'm at number eight so i'm getting recognition but there's one list in particular that i need to be a part of and i've been begging and pleading with them to really look into the analytics and put me on there and that is spotify's list spotify is for those who don't know spotify is where i broadcast this show from i basically was spotify born that's how the fan geeks for all podcast is available to here it's through spotify but it's networked through other medias and other platforms as well like i said such as amazon music apple Podcasts, pandora all that good stuff but spotify is the mothership 
that is basically where the broadcast comes from. And, um, or I should say it comes from my studio. Then it gets filtered through Spotify if I want to be more specific. But um, the main thing is that Spotify has a very unique criteria in order to be placed in even their top 50 list of news podcasts, which is the category I'm trying to be on. And I've talked with them in length. I actually went on Twitter and sent them a direct message and talked to a rep. And I'm like saying, you know, WTF, guys, what what gives? Why, why am I not being put on there? I'm on all these other people's other lists. Why are you guys not recognizing me? And, you know, a rep came on and, and broke it down and whatever and basically said that what constitutes anyone being on those top 50 lists. And this is good for you podcast fellow podcasters out there that want to get educated on this. I'm going to let you know right now what the actual Spotify reps told me is that it's based on the unique listeners. That's a key word. The unique listeners that you get and um, the followers that you have. So all this time, I was thinking plays the plays that you that I've been getting would do it because my show has been played from the time this show debuted, which was on May 13th of this year, till now. And this is, like I said, in total, this is today. This episode is now episode number 46. So even throughout the 45 episodes I've had that I still have on it that you can go back and listen to from season one and season two and now season three. I've had over 700 plays and it, and it's been played in like 11 countries, you know, not just here in the United States, but there's 10 other countries it's been playing in. So I figured that should help get me on the list, but apparently it doesn't. It it has no way, shape or form in constitute anything to get me on a list. It's basically the listenership and and people who actually click that follow button. So that's why I stress this out to you guys. I really want you guys to click that follow button. For you who's sitting back and enjoying the show, I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're enjoying the show. But if you have not clicked that follow button, please click it. It's free. It's not going to hurt your finger. I, trust me. You will not need a Band-Aid after it's done. Just click follow so that way you can stay in tune and know every time I'm on. Because you clicking follow would help. And then, like I said, you could spread the news. Tell your friends. Because I promote the hell out of the show on a daily basis. I eat, sleep, breathe this show. This is all that I do. So, you know, I... I'm always overly promoting it, but you guys can help me out on that. So not only listen, be listening to the shows, but also clicking that follow button. That is a key thing, which is why, in turn, I came up with this master plan to create the Fan Geeks for All podcast fan page on Facebook. I need the word to spread out on more social media than ever, ever. Because when I do the show, I'm the minute I finish this show, I, I, you know... It's posted, it's, you know, I edit it, it's posted, and then I put it on, I I put it on my um twi- on my um X page, I almost said Twitter, because I'm so used to calling it Twitter, but on my X page, I, pr- I promote it on there. Every episode, every single episode I have ever done, all 45 episodes have been, I've been put on through my, my um X account, so that way everybody knows about it. Um... And then I've done a little bit on my 
not too much, but some on my personal Facebook page as well, but not to a great extent. Mostly I've been just using social media. Um, so now, now I get to use Facebook to do that as well. I, so once, once this episode is done, I will actually promote it on that My Fan Geeks for All podcast fan page on Facebook. So that way, for those of you who didn't get to hear it and you're listening to this late in the day, now you'll get to know that you a way you can hear the show as well by clicking on there. But clicking that follow button is still key. So I really need you your guys' help on this. So please do this for me. As I said, I watch the numbers on a daily. I look at my analytics report and I need your help. I really need help because I'm just trying to get on that list because everything is a journey for me everything is an, is going up to the next level the next plateau because once i'm on spotify's list the people who i broadcast through once they recognize me and put their put me on their top list the next phase the in evolution of your boy dark neo is to get this show listed to be considered for my very first podcast award there there's like different awards out there one of them is the webby there um there's a there's an actual what they call podcast something award there's different ones but there's two i know there's two main ones so i'm trying to get that award to put on my mantle that would really 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 put me into orbit into the multiverse and really make my day i make my year make my lifetime with this show so help me help me do that please i i rely on you guys so much so click it all starts with you guys it's all that's why they call the show fan geeks for all it's all for you not just me even though i'm the biggest fan geek in the room it's still all for you guys that's why i do this okay because i love to talk i love to talk about anything in entertainment media and I love to share it with my friends. And you guys are my fan geek friends. So that's why I'm doing it. So it all starts from you guys. So please help your boy Dark Neo on that. Make sure that while you're listening to this, you, if you haven't done it yet, click that follow button. No matter what platform you're listening to. Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music. I don't care what you're listening to. Just even some whatever on just the internet itself. Click the follow button no matter what it is. And um, I would greatly appreciate that. All right, so that's why I said, you know, to sum it all up, if you're a new listener, you can always listen to the show on all those platforms that I mentioned. Also, make sure to subscribe to both my YouTube channel as well as my website, darkneofangeeks.com. I have a lot of cool merch on there that you guys definitely want to get your hands on. Some cool t-shirts that I designed myself. So you definitely want to get your hands on one of those. They're really cool. And your friends will talk about you and be jealous of you for years. <laughs> so get get you want to become a member of that and get your hands on one of those shirts. And also, if you're a fan of the show, you know, aside from just the facebook page fan page that i created i also have an exclusive fan geeks for all fan club that's um that's a month that's a monthly membership that's 100 percent optional it's only ten dollars a month but if you want to become that and get some cool freebies from me then all you have to do is visit patreon.com slash support fan geeks for all that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash support fan geeks the number four a-l-l 
you click on that join button and you you will automatically become a member and i will because of you joining that member that becoming a member and signing on for that ten dollar membership i will send you a free promotional fan geeks for all t-shirt one that I sell on my website for $20, it is yours for absolutely F-R-E-E. So you, the cool perks come with that. I'll do a lot of freebies for all my members on there. So definitely want to be a part of that. All right, guys. Enough with all that promo stuff. <laughs> Let's get into the hot topics of the day. We got a good one for you. Or I got a good one for you. <laughs> all right. So this past Monday in L.A., while performing on her sold-out Renaissance tour, Beyonce, who was also celebrating her 42nd birthday that night, got a major surprise birthday gift when the iconic Motown legend herself, the boss, Diana Ross, walks out onto the stage to a roaring Standing ovation from the crowd. Well, everybody was standing anyway. No one sits down at concerts. But a roaring ovation. Because nobody knew she they would see Diana Ross that night. It, You know, I mean, it's L.A., but still. Diana Ross! <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The 79-year-old diva of all divas hugged the Queen Bee and told the audience she was there to celebrate Beyonce's birthday and asked everyone to hold their flashlights in the air and help her sing happy birthday which of course everyone did after the birthday song beyonce was so overwhelmed with emotion literally trying to fight back tears as best as she could she thanked diana for all her years her sacrifice beauty and grace and thanked her for opening the doors for her because for those of you youngins who don't know who diana ross is shame on your parents for not teaching you that should be taught music 101 because Diana Ross is probably the Motown legends of legends right up there with the rest of the Motown crew from Stevie Wonder, Smokey Robinson, Marvin Gaye. I mean, Diana was like the first. I mean, remember the Jackson 5 came from Motown too, but Diana was like literally the first artist, you know, that they they banked on. So, you know... For her to come out and do this was such a big thrill for Beyonce. And you got to remember, Diana set such a legacy for not only for female artists, female groups. Um, She broke barriers. She literally broke barriers. She was one of the very first female artists to gain recognition beyond recognition of any female artist there's ever been i mean yes we throughout the years we've had many but none can hold a candle to to um diana ross not even beyonce can hold a candle diana ross and beyonce is everything (laughs) but every major female group or female artist that you know of today or from the past all all bow down to the boss Diana Ross because she was literally the first. She was the one that set the stage for not only coming from a female group because she was, in, of course, the Supremes, as most of my old fan geeks know, but even once the Supremes ended and she stepped out on her own, she blew a big, major, but she and she's just such a major influence, not just for her own career, but for the career of others. Remember, 
Diana Ross was the one who basically discovered the Jackson 5. You know? So, thank you, Diana. You, if there, We would not know about any Michael Jackson had it not been for Diana Ross. Alright? So, you got a lot to thank her about. But, um, even for Beyonce's case, think of Beyonce's um, journey herself. Her, her and her friends which when they were kids and these are had all had a group they were all singing and dancing or whatever under her mom's or her dad's guidance or whatever and her and those friends ended up becoming destiny's child and then from destiny's child beyonce stepped out solo and she's the mega 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 superstar she is today but none of that would have been possible had it not been for Diana Ross. I guarantee there's a home video there of Beyonce when she was a little girl performing with Kelly and all the and all the other former Destiny's Child girls because there was the we know them as three girls but Destiny's Child was really like four or five girls originally. And I know there's a home video they have of them performing like a Supreme song. That's the influence that Diana had. They either performing a Supreme song or a Diana Ross song. Diana paved the way. So for Beyonce to get that surprise thing, and the thing is, it was an utter surprise. Nobody told Beyonce that Diana was there. I mean, the whole that whole tour that night was filled with star-studded people. I mean, um, I'm everybody. I can't even. I don't even drop names. There's like so many people that were there, but the fact that Diana herself came walked out on the stage to surprise her sing happy birthday how do you hold back the tears on that one that that was just such a big it's and it's not like you could say it's like a passing of the torch because the torch had already been passed beyonce has been around for decades but just to you know just to get that acknowledgement just for her birthday as a surprise and you know that must have been such a thrill that must have been the biggest thrill of a lifetime you know, that's like that's like if I if today I was to meet both Kevin Smith and Whoopi Goldberg because they those two are my inspiration for doing this podcast. So if I met them, I probably have to try to fight holding back tears because they are my idols. They are my muses when it comes to doing this show. They're the it was because of them and what they do why I I do this. So um so I can imagine meeting them for the first time and how I would feel. Um so yeah, I thought that was a beautiful thing and that was so cool that she got that birthday gift from the boss herself. There's a reason why Diana got that moniker, the boss. <laughs> you can just watch any biography thing on her and you'll know why she's called the boss for those young fan geeks who don't know who she is. Shame on not so much you, but shame on your parents for not educating you. <laughs> All right, so last night on America's Got Talent's live qualifier episode, Golden Buzzer contestant 17-year-old Putri Ariani received another well-deserved standing ovation when she sat at the piano and belted out her own rendition of the 1987 classic YouTube song, I still haven't found what I'm looking for. Her unbelievable vocals left Simon Cowell almost speechless as he praised her performance. He also noted that the group 
themselves, U2, rarely gives clearance for their songs to be performed by anyone on any media, commercial-wise or whatever. They rarely give that, you know, go-ahead, you know, permission to anyone. But U2 themselves purposely gave Putri permission to perform it only because they watched her from her very first performance on AGT back in June and absolutely loved her. I first talked about Putri when she got golden buzzed that time in June on season one, episode 15 of the podcast, where I first mentioned Putri Ariani. And that episode since then has become the most popular episode that is that I've ever broadcast on on the show. I've had more people listen to that episode than any other. So, um, but I or no, or I think something beat it. Now I think one of my episodes might have come close, but that was the first one that that was the biggest episode I did. That you know, for me it was a regular episode, but for fans they they flocked to it like seagulls and they love that one. But that was the first time I ever mentioned about Putriani She's an Indonesian girl. She's she was born blind and she doesn't let her blindness affect her performance. I mean she when you hear this old seventeen year old girl sing, she sounds like a seasoned vet. I mean really she's got some pipes on her. Amazing rate vocal range. And it was so cool i watched the performance that she did from that agt um live qualifier episode and at the end when um when she was asked you know to give her final words to the judges um after that mind-blowing performance she was she's so humble and so simple she said you already changed my life and and now it's time for America to vote. So that's where we're at now. Uh, you know, Amer- I now I don't watch the show all the time, so I don't know the other acts that got golden buzz along with her. You know, because th- anyone that gets golden buzz is like the best of the best of the best. So I don't know what a competition she has, uh, you know, around her. But my vote so far is for her. I. If she wins, that that's I can't I can just imagine the range of emotion that is going to be on that stage if that child wins this entire competition. I think the world will just go nuts. <laughs> I mean, the world is going to be the one that's going to vote for her. So, but we'll see. Fingers crossed. I ho- I hope she gets it because she's an amazing talent. You don't keep a voice like that locked in ho- in the house. You know, you don't. That is just incredible vocal range i mean for a 17 year old unfreaking believable so um good luck to you um good luck to you putri i really hope you get it you did a phenomenal job and my prayers and votes are out to you i hope i hope i hope you do get passed through all right so actor jonathan majors is set to appear back in court on September 15th on misdemeanor charges of harassment and assault and the prosecution says they are ready for trial. The the prosecution has filed a certificate of compliance but Major's attorneys say that they found deficiencies 
within the certificate, which led to the court date being set. Now, the Marvel actor has pled not guilty to the charges, which stem from his arrest on March 25th, to which he himself called 911 on the day of the alleged, char the alleged charges were made against him. Now, if this case does go to trial and he is found guilty, Majors could face up to one year in prison. So, right now, you know, something like this, especially for an actor, it, it does hurt your credibility. It hurts, you know, everything that everyone known you for or whatever. He's already been dropped by his um, talent agency. They, dro they dropped him as a client. Um, he was also supposed to do some kind of um, military kind of press commercial thing or whatever. They dropped him as well. And the only people who, who had that as far as like in the industry who have been on his side is Marvel Studios. They're the only ones that have literally been on his side because you're going to use because Loki season two is getting ready to drop. Um, I think it's what um, when is it? It's actually coming up soon. I don't know. It's either September or October. I think it's October six. I think it's the date. But yeah, so Loki season two is getting ready to drop, and and Majors has already shot his scenes as the different variants of Kang, you know, as you know from especially how we saw season one end. I've talked about this before. If you've watched the Disney Plus channel and you've seen Loki season one, you saw how it ends. That you know the variant of him got killed off by Sophie, and um. The timeline just got skewed big time. It got, it got, the multiverse timeline really got messed up because of that action. It was already messing up prior, but, you know, her killing, you know, um, Kang off the way she did messed it up even more. So now Loki season two will come back and we'll see, we'll still see Jonathan Majors as Kang because, like I said, it was already shot well before his arrest. So, um, so we'll see how that goes. I can't wait to see it. And um, I really do hope, you know, that once, if this thing does go to trial, that he's found not guilty. Or, you know, because like I said, it is, it's, it's a misdemeanor. You know, it's not like a major, major charge where he's going to be in jail for like 20 years. You know, if he is found guilty, he'll, he'll only do just like I said, up to a year in prison. But I'm praying that that doesn't happen. I pray that his innocence does get proven and that um, we see him again because he needs to stay as Kang. I had mentioned before in a past episode, like maybe probably in, I think probably either in season one or season two, I can't remember. But I had mentioned that um, there is another actor who I have in mind who I can see being the only replacement for him. Um, and I forgot the name right now. I don't have it in front of me, but I'm just hoping that, you know, every justice prevails. He is found innocent because we weren't there. I wasn't there. So I don't know if he's innocent, guilty or whatever. I don't know. But that's what all the evidence, evidence in court will prove or disprove. And if, like I said, if it goes to trial, that's when we'll know for sure. And we'll find out then. So more on this as, as the, as the story develops, I will keep you guys posted in the know of what's going on with him all right so 
Last on the hot topics list of today. Okay, so this last story, I'm sorry to say this. I'm sorry to admit this. You, you Once you hear the story, you're going to be like, oh, how could you? I'm sorry to say this, but when I first read the story, it made me laugh. It was just so embarrassingly funny. I had to laugh. And you're gonna you when you hear the story, you're gonna be like, Oh, why would you laugh at that? You'll you'll see what I'm talking about. <laughs> okay. So now as we all know or have been through, flights leaving out of a of an airport sometimes get delayed or cancelled for various security reasons. And as much as that can suck for our potential travel plans, it still can be a serious matter. A recent Delta flight leaving out of Hartsfield-Jackson-Atlanta International Airport last Friday was forced to turn the plane around in mid-air while they were flying over Virginia and go back to Hartsfield because a particular passenger sprayed diarrhea everywhere aboard the plane. Yes! This passenger who suffered from gastrointestinal problems basically and uncontrollably exploded so badly that it ran down the aisle of the plane. The smell, as you can well imagine, was horrific. And what made it worse, the flight crew was spraying vanilla-scented disinfectant now what can be more pleasant than vanilla scented shit (laughs) it's like what the hell why would you make it even worse you know for the people that i mean they got to deal with this while they're on a plane heading back to hartsville i don't know how long they were in the air but and when this happened but oh my god i could i don't know how they dealt with it now the captain who handled the situation like a true professional that he is, radioed air traffic control and actually said they just had a biohazard issue. Well, you know, I guess that's better than saying, air traffic control, this is Captain Carter of Delta Flight 403. We're in deep shit, requesting permission to land. (laughs) It's like, Oh my goodness, I'm sorry, this is just so funny. Now, Delta did issue a statement saying our teams worked as quickly and safely as possible to thoroughly clean the airplane and get our customers to their final destination. Now, if you were scheduled to get back on that same airplane after that incident... I don't know about you guys, but if it was me, I would have been like, you know what? Just book me on the next flight out, please. You know, I I, <laughs> I was headed to a family funeral. Uncle Bobby is dead. I don't think his situation is going to change if I show up seven hours late. So thanks, but no thanks. I'll just wait for the next available flight. <laughs> I mean, I don't mean to be cruel. I honestly do not mean any personal, you know, um, whatever negative comments against that person 
whoever he or she may be. They didn't release the identity of the person. But I'm, I, you know, I, I, that's why I said I had to laugh at the beginning when I heard this. And I'm just saying, okay, this is now not being funny. I'm going to be real on this one and, uh, and see if you guys agree with me because this is just my moronic way of thinking. If you as a human being have this gastrointestinal condition, well documented, you know about it, you know what you physically go through every day of your life. Knowing this and knowing that it's an uncontrollable issue, there's no way to really control it unless, you know, you get checked out by a, 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 a doctor who knows how to handle situations like this and can fix it or, you know, or to, or to keep it at bay even. But before all that happens, if you already know your daily, um, your daily life schedule, you know, this is something that happens to you almost on a daily basis. Knowing that, why would you book a flight to be on an enclosed metal or whatever the airplane is made out of an enclosed space in the air for probably two hours or or whatever however long you're going to be in the air two to three hours whatever why would you put yourself in that position to travel on an airplane for two to three hours knowing you have this condition and knowing that you have no godly control over it and at any moment you know at any it could happen why would you put yourself and the rest of the passengers at risk on that you know i mean this now of course this is nothing like a terrorist attack or anything like that or whatever but still it's a serious matter for the person but it's also serious for the passengers wouldn't you find another means i if that was the case all right i'm gonna put myself in that position because you know i know everybody's like oh why how dark you how could you laugh at that all right I just to just to make everyone feel better, I'm gonna put myself in the position of that person who was going through this. If that's me, I'll tell you right now, it's embarrassing, yes. Ma- major embarrassing, mega embarrassing. This is, you know, something with my life that I can't control or I don't have money to see a doctor, whatever the case may be. I don't know. But if that was me, I tell you one thing, guys, I would save myself embarrassment and save you guys some delayed flights, I would not be on a plane with you guys. I would not. I would find a way, I would drive there or or be driven there. Because here's the thing, at least if you're driving to a place, almost every, what, five miles or so, wherever the destination is, I guarantee there's a place you can pull over and go to the restroom. If you feel the urge coming on. Hell, I would be, even if wherever I was driving or somebody was driving me or whatever, if we're on the highway I and I felt that coming along, I would be like, pull over to the next highway designated exit or whatever. I gotta go. You know? Or, you know, because 
I mean, even if you're you're you you go for this and you have to wear like those depends diapers or whatever, just in case or whatever. When you have gastrointestinal problems like this person did, I don't think those adult depends diapers are really gonna do the trick. You know, because no matter how and there's they have those big adult diapers or whatever and i don't know about this person i don't know what they look like don't know if it's a he don't know if it's a she don't know if they're fat if they're skinny i don't know there's no information that's been released on this person but all i'm saying is if you have that type of medical problem don't fucking go on an airplane where you're gonna be in the air for two to three hours because and i don't know I would I would hope and pray that you know aside from this unfortunate incident that happened I'm just hoping that before it happened the person had the intelligence to book themselves an aisle seat so that way when the urge comes they can just get up and run to the bathroom in the back of the plane you know but you know I you know I don't have that gastrointestinal problem I never did hopefully never will so it's hard to speak on the people that go through it. I'm sure it's, it's of course, like I said, it's, it's a major thing that happens in your life. It's major embarrassing. And maybe there's no time like it just, it, you can feel the urge. Maybe it just happens just like it did for that person. But I, I don't know. I'm not a medical person. I don't know. But I'm saying, wouldn't you have felt the little, you know, the little something, the little rumblings? So the first little rumble I would have felt, I would have excused myself and just marched my way to that bathroom as fast as I could, even though you're going for that tiny aisle or whatever. And I would just pray that by the time I got to the bathroom, nobody was in there. <laughs> or then it would have really been, well, pretty much the same embarrassing issue. But that's just me. That's just me. And like I said, I'm sorry for making a joke on this. I just found it funny. It has, I am, it is not a personal shot to the, you know, to the person that went through it or whatever, but I'm just being real. I, that's how, that's why I do this show. I don't sugarcoat anything. I will, I keep it uncensored, somewhat unscripted, and I will shoot from the hip. I will have no filter. I don't, I tell you exactly how it is. I will say what I want to say, how I want to say it. And that is what the show is all about. It is freedom of speech. And I get to wave that freedom of speech flag for the half hour or more that I'm talking with you guys on these episodes. So don't shoot the messenger. I'm just reporting the story of the day and I'm giving my two cents in what I believe. And, you know, I thought it was funny. I'm sorry. You can you can be mad at me all you want. I just thought when I first read it, I laughed my ass off. I'm sorry. I did. Because it was just, that was crazy. I And I I think, I don't know where my heart goes to more. The person that's going through it or the passengers that had to deal with that ordeal. Because that's why I made that joke saying, book me another flight. I, I don't care how clean they made that plane. I don't care if they tore it apart, reconstructed it with new titanium this or whatever that parts and brought in seats that feel like I'm on a love seat at, at or on my couch at home. I am not getting back on that particular plane. I don't care how clean you made it. That's just me. 
I would have taken the seven-hour delay and just chalked it up like that. Give me another plane. I will get to that destination when I get there. <laughs> that's pretty much it. So that's my story, and I'm sticking to it, guys. <laughs> that's my opinion. All right, kids. So that's going to wrap it up for this episode six, season three of the Fan Geeks for All podcast. As always, I thank you guys for hanging out with me today on this Wednesday. Try not to work too hard. It's midweek. I know it kind of sucks for most of you, but try to make it the best as you you can. Um, Don't forget, as I said, make sure you click that follow button on whatever platform you're listening to right now. It's very important, kids. So make sure you click that follow button wherever you're listening to on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music. Um, iHeartRadio, Pandora, whatever you listen to, just click the follow button for me, please. I need this one. Um, And also, don't forget to subscribe to both my YouTube channel as well as my website, darkneofangeeks.com. If you want to become a Fan Geek member for the fan club, just visit patreon.com slash supportfangeeksforall. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash supportfangeeks, the number four A-L-L. And don't forget to check out my brand new Facebook page, the Fan Geeks for All podcast fan page. It is free for you to go on there. It is live right now. You can go check it out and be upon this and we'll, we can talk more there. I, I will definitely respond back to you on that and post some good stuff, any cool stuff that I find out regarding the show. All right, kids. So that's going to be it. You guys have a great rest of your Wednesday. Don't work too hard. And take a little time to become a fan geek for all. I'm out of here. I'll catch you on the next episode. One love. Bye-bye.